0: Hello, and welcome to A Cup of Clarity, the place where you'll find insight for intentional living. I'm your host, Jeanette Leon and I'm here to help you access the clarity within so you can create and live a life you love. Join me and my guests as we discuss a variety of topics that will empower you, inspire you, and touch your heart. So if you're ready to get out of your head and start living life from the inside out, grab your cup, Take a sip and listen in. Well, hello there, friends. I am back with another solo episode. You know, I love when I get to interview someone on the show because I love making new connections and I always learn something from each new guest. However, I also love these solo casts because they provide me with the opportunity to more intimately share my thoughts, my experiences, and life's lessons with you all. So how are you doing? How is this spring season treating you? Personally, I'm juggling a lot, friends. I've had to dip into my own coaching tools and strategies bag lately to remain present and aware. I'll share that in late August of 22, I entertained the idea of moving. There was something within me that was creating this particular intention and was guiding me. I felt something within that said it was time for a new chapter of my life to begin. So listening to and following my intuition, I decided to put my current home up for sale mid-April, just literally a few weeks ago, and move out of Miami, the city where I was born and have lived for the past 54 years to search for a new home in a small town in Central Florida that I've been visiting for the past 18 years or so. If you've ever sold a home or property of any kind and have moved anywhere in your lifetime, you well know what an emotional process it is. If you've listened to this podcast for some time now, or follow me on social media and have listened to some of my videos, you know I believe that in order to grow and expand as a human being, we need to get uncomfortable. In order to elevate our lives to the next level, we need to let go of the thought of fear, worry, and doubt that keeps us stuck. We need to get curious and focus on the possibilities that are on the other side of the difficult decisions we must make. And this is where clarity plays such an important role in our lives. When we're clear about our direction and our why, we can courageously and confidently take the necessary steps forward towards the vision we have for our lives. We start to reach towards what we desire and we not only see it happening, but we feel it as if it has already happened. And this is how we manifest. But this is also how we thrive in life. So today I wanted to share some thoughts on what it means to thrive in life and help you understand if you're thriving or surviving and what you can do about it. Let me begin by saying that Your soul is made to thrive, not just survive. There's a fundamental difference between thriving and surviving. So, surviving means to continue to live or exist, while thriving can be defined as to grow or develop well, to prosper or flourish. When you're living each day in survival mode, you're taking every day as a given. Think of it as same old, same old, right? It's like you wake up each morning and go through the motions of life, almost on autopilot. And it feels like your life is about getting through the dreaded to-do list at work and in your personal life. Surviving is stress. Survival may have you even feeling somewhat lost or disconnected. And this is because the energy of surviving feels contracting instead of expanding. Each day you may find yourself enduring life just trying to get through it the best you can and you usually end up exhausted by the end of it. Surviving feels like a struggle, friends. I know this place well. I was there many years ago. It felt at times as though I was sleepwalking through life. It's a difficult place to be. So, what are some signs to look for that let you know you're in survival mode? Well, You tend to choose the path of least resistance. You tend to be more reactive or easily overwhelmed, and you may even feel a sense of sadness or increased nervousness. You might blame circumstances or others or find excuses when things go wrong. You feel that there's never enough to go around. Change scares you, so you remain where you are even though it's not fulfilling to you. And you may even have trouble sleeping or your eating habits have changed. And here's the one thing I feel is a bit of a telltale sign. Things you used to enjoy seem less interesting or even feel stressful to you. So can you relate to any of these? Which ones perhaps stood out the most for you? So you might be thinking, if just surviving in life is such a rough place to be, then why are so many people surviving rather than thriving, right? Here's two main reasons I see with most of my clients. It's fear and habits. They're scared of stepping into the unknown because it seems so overwhelming. The risk seems just too great. Or they're comfortably uncomfortable, stuck in a routine that's kind of working, but certainly isn't making them happy. So how do you get out of survival mode and step into thriving in life? As with everything, I believe it begins with awareness. It's about understanding and accepting that you've been living life from a place of survival and that it's no longer serving you. It's about noticing and becoming aware of the choices you are making. And once you've done that, then you get clear on what you want and desire. So let me ask you how do you want to feel? What's the vision you hold for your life? What are the things that bring you joy and make you come alive? If you haven't taken the time to pause and get quiet and really think about this, start with those questions. Thriving feels joyful. It's living and thinking abundantly. It's about seeing the miracles in your everyday life, and trust me, they're there if you're present and aware. When you're thriving and come across challenging times, those obstacles or adversity that gets in the way, you're going to be better equipped to navigate those and cope in a healthy way as opposed to a very unhealthy way. You also start making decisions from your gut. You have faith and trust that everything is always working out for you. When you're thriving, you believe that life is always supporting you, and you tend to follow life's opportunities wholeheartedly. As the poet Guillaume Apollinaire wrote so beautifully in his poem Come to the Edge. Come to the edge, he said. We can't. We're afraid, they responded. Come to the edge, he said. We can't. We will fall, they responded. Come to the edge, he said. And so they came, and he pushed them, and they flew. What will it take for you to come to the edge? What will it take for you to step into a greater sense of well-being in your life so you can thrive? I find that those that thrive have a sense of purpose, strong connections with others, and relationships that are healthy. And they also have a healthy sense of vitality. And here's something else I've noticed. Those that thrive in life surround themselves with other thrivers. It's been said by Jim Rohn that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with think about the five people who surround you on a daily basis do they have a growth mindset do they think positively do they inspire you motivate you and help you reach farther in life or are they in survival mode themselves blaming and complaining their way through life are they your misery loves company kind of people The truth is that we are greatly influenced by those people, whether we would like to admit it or not. So let me take some time to share some ideas about the key elements of thriving in life. I strongly believe that being busy all the time is one of the things that keeps us from thriving. Think about it. How can you be present and engage in this one precious life you've been given when your attention is constantly thinking about everything you have to do? So dig a little deeper as to why you're busy all the time. I get it. Work and our personal lives really can be a lot at times, and there are seasons that are busier than others. But I want you to really think about this. Is it because you lack time boundaries with others? Is it because you're using busyness as a way to avoid certain things in your life? Or is it because you equate being busy with being valuable? In other words... You derive your worth from feeling needed by others. Remember that awareness is the greatest tool we have at our disposition for changing our lives. So the more you can sit with these thoughts and these questions and get clear on them, the more you will be one step closer to thriving. So instead of the constant rat race, start with learning to slow down and savor Take the time to savor all of life's joys and pleasures. And yes, that includes the food you eat. You know, so often we're eating on the go in our cars, standing up and in a hurry. Eat mindfully. Take in the aromas, the colors, and all the flavors of what you eat. When something good happens to you in life, just take that all in too. Be mindful. Slow down. Pause for a moment to take in the good around you. As I said before, it's there if we just open our eyes and see things with a new lens. Spend time with people you love. Fill your life with pleasure and give yourself permission to enjoy. I know for so many of you, the slowing down and savoring is an area that you need work on. You tend to feel guilty when you slow down and rest. So simply take it one step at a time and offer yourself as much grace and self-compassion as possible through this process. Another part of thriving is learning to accept ourselves and things as they are instead of how you would like for them to be. You know, acceptance involves being kind to those parts of yourself that you may find shameful. Offering yourself compassion and kindness opens the door to doing the same for others. And when you do this, you become more vulnerable and a more authentic person that has the confidence to step beyond those self-imposed limitations and truly thrive. Know that those that thrive, they trust themselves and they trust that God and the universe have their back. This wasn't always the case for me. I used to live my life in a lot of why me mode for many years, doubting myself, doubting my decisions doubting that life was even supporting me. And over the years, I've taken risks. Listen, they were small ones at first, but they helped me build my confidence over time. And now the bigger risks come more easily and I feel more peaceful at the end. And here's something that those that thrive really don't do. Compare. They don't compare themselves or their lives to others. As Theodore Roosevelt once said, comparison is the thief of joy. So focus on where you're going and why you are going there. The less that you focus on the journeys of others, the more fulfilling your journey will be. When we live in a place of comparison, it causes us to feel diminished and unworthy. Like we don't measure up. Don't get sucked into the culture we live in where people evaluate greatness through comparison to truly thrive, do you. Only you can do you, and you are important. Focus on rising to become the best version of yourself so you can shine your light in the world. And it's been my experience over the years that people who are thriving are committed to doing so. So if you want a different life, you need to start making different choices, changing your habits, and taking different action. You have to be committed to changing your conditions if you want a different life. You have to be willing to accept your role in your conditions, offering yourself as much grace as you work to change them. And remember your why. Please remember your why. Remember what you want and desire. Remember your vision for the life you want and then be brave enough and committed enough to make it happen. So here's some action steps you can take to start thriving in life. Again, think about how you want to feel. That energy will start the wheels of the manifestation spinning. Spend time in nature every day if you can. I find being in nature brings me such peace. Meditate. This is going to help you in numerous ways, but mostly it's going to help you get out of your analytical and logical mind. How about taking a workshop? course or attend a retreat. Grab a book by someone who inspires you. I've mentioned some of my favorite authors here in many of the podcast episodes in the past. Journal your thoughts. Take some time to sit in a comfy chair, you know, with a throw and a cup of coffee and a journal and just allow your thoughts to just spill out onto the pages. This is going to help you get it out of your head and onto the paper. When it comes to your health, eliminate unhealthy foods, and start nourishing your body with nutrient-dense choices. I know it's not easy, but trust me, your body will thank you for making the changes. And finally, move your body every day in ways that you find enjoyable and fun. I wanted to share with you that I will be launching an eight-week course in the fall of this year called Thrive. It's going to be your blueprint for stepping into a greater sense of well being in your life. And it's going to provide you with the clarity you need to take your life from surviving to thriving. So stay tuned here on the podcast as well as on my Instagram or Facebook accounts for more information. And you can find me there if you're not already following me at Jeanette Malian coaching. And if you haven't followed me there yet, I'd love to connect with you. I also wanted to remind you to visit my YouTube channel Jeanette Malian where you'll find the full video podcast episodes with my former guests. So I leave you with the words of the great poet Maya Angelou, who said, My mission as life is not merely to survive, but to thrive. And to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. As always, I hope this episode helped you find the insight you needed. Until next time, I send you love and light. May your cup be full and overflowing.